0: Look at the Boga Honey Podcast.
1: That's why I, I tried not to have cams on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like out. that. I just put a new string on there and you're fine.
0: What is boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing it ever. Ri- it go- I am all about Just you- strap it to your pack.
2: Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia.
1: So you don't <laughs> want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No, I'm a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> that That spot's taken.
2: You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now, (laughs) because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Hey
0: everybody, before we begin, we're going to thank a couple of sponsors that helped make this show possible.
1: First up is Vortex Optics. We've been using their glass for a long time. Uh, Everything from their binoculars, spotting scopes, rangefinders, and a new thing called Vortex Edge.
0: Vortex Edge is their new world-class firearm training course. And they, they're they going to provide courses on precision rifle, uh, pistol, a couple of military tactics, and, of course, hunting and outdoors.
1: And also, their spring and summer apparel line is dropping soon. So
0: make sure to head over to vortex.com slash apparel and save yourself
1: 20% by using what code? BOGA20. Nice.
0: Trophy line, tree saddles. They are a one-stop shop. Sticks, platforms, yeah, saddles, it's, uh, and they just came out with a new EDP platform. It's a smaller, lighter, stronger version of the mission platform made in the US. It's the perfect size for us as mobile hunters. It's going to be available this April, so make sure to go and get yourself one. Save yourself 10% while you're doing it and use the code BOGAHUNTINGTL10.
1: Don't miss any letters in that. Go check them out. If we said it once, we said it a thousand times. Arrows are the lifeblood of the archery industry. Vector Arrows, Vector Custom Arrows, are the arrows that we shoot. Jared and I specifically shoot the Vector. HMR, the Vector Hammers. Hammer them. Yep, they're
0: a four millimeter micro diameter shaft that are super strong, extremely durable. You're gonna go to the website, all you have to do is input your specs, and they're gonna build the arrows directly for your specs. So head over to VectorCustomShop.com and they're gonna hook you up.
1: We do a lot of things on our phones. One of the things that Jared and I have found to be especially useful on our phone is our HuntWise app. It's the base. It's basically the ultimate hunting tool yep. set.
0: Land boundaries. They've got HuntCast 2.0 where it, it's an advanced hunting forecast to give you specific times and days that are the best days to hunt. And they also provide a safe and social space for hunters where you can post pictures, share stories.
1: You won't get a graphic image, yeah, you know, Instagram not... cover over it. <laughs> uncensored and unbiased. Yeah, Download the HuntWise app today. Jared, you get our sound okay We are steady Eddie. all right let's uh, let's start. Jared you're going to do it this time All right everybody welcome back to another
0: episode of the boga hunting podcast. today we have a very sp- another
1: very special guest. another I'm glad because then you're not excluding anybody that yeah you know we're fam- fam-
0: it's, a, it's a family affair here uh, <laughs> Robbie Denning
1: I yeah Robbie,
2: welcome Special in a special kind of way.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's special in their own way. But some are more special than <laughs> some others. Some are more special. <laughs> That's just the thing. And then some are special, but, you know, not in the way that you really want to be special. Well, so, But special nonetheless. Um, Robbie, thanks for, for coming on. We uh, had a little auto issue prior to uh, hopping on here, but Jared came, picked me up, and we made it work. So appreciate you taking the time.
2: You bet. You bet, guys. And, um, I couldn't get off work early enough to get to a quiet spot so there's a, a small possibility we could get a interruption or two that's fine um, hopefully you're good editors but i should be able to keep the wolves at bay for 45 minutes <laughs> to an hour anyway. So I, but you, you might know, hear phone phones going off in the background you know what? that's that's life. that's life
1: and uh we do we have a you know tom will edit it up it'll sound beautiful you can edit any awesome. soundtrack as we're talking tom feel free to add some sound uh, effects I, right now I, I edit these you do these i do these Jared, put a sound effect in now. <laughs> <Bing>. Yeah, <laughs> like that. So, so
2: what? What about eating? Like, if I'm sitting here eating a, a chicken leg while I'm talking, to you guys, can you edit out the chewing sound? Oh,
1: we've we've had <laughs> yeah, that's we not have, that would not be our worst. You wouldn't be the first. We we had a guy with chips. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, dude, <laughs> exactly. It's it's not even that long. Just put down the chips for yeah. a little while. They almost you know?
2: right. they almost
1: sounded a little too crunchy for
0: chips. It was almost a pork rind. Or right
1: ro- Or he was just chewing rocks. rocks. Yeah, it could have just been rocks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Robbie, uh, the reason we, I, one of the reasons we want to have you on the, re- the reason that we know of you, uh, I guess your, your, your claim to fame is your association with Rockslide. You want to explain what Rockslide is? How are you part of it?
2: you bet man um rock slide is actually a big uh western focused hunting forum but it's not all western um that's why i know guys like you and i love to talk to guys all around the united states um hunting's hunting it's a great big brotherhood yeah uh, uh you know but rock slide was started as, as a western hunting forum by a couple of big names in the industry aaron snyder david long uh started back in 2012 basically as an online magazine but the guy that built it who's my current partner um uh partner as in business partner not mm. the other kind of partner yeah no um, I, jared was one day. Yeah, yeah, i knew yeah i know i figured i better clear that up early. you know partner bo- can mean a lot have... of things not these yeah, days yeah, yeah i know you got to be careful i used to be able to say that all the time and then sometimes <laughs> i'll say hey i got to talk to my partner and they're like excuse me partner partner yeah. i'm like no no my business partner come oh again oh there partner anyways uh ryan avery's his name and he he was a, a an it guy builder of websites is basically uh-huh. what he was and he's really good at it too and so they commissioned him to uh to, to build the the platform that would be called rock slide and and he said hey this is great you guys are gonna have a place to you know publish your articles david was the editor for eastman's hunting journal Bow yep. hunting journal excuse me aaron snyder i mean he's everywhere he's been writing articles on the internet for years yep. and but, but he says you know you guys are missing the boat if you don't start forum and uh, you know like forum are you kidding me we hate forums and every time you get on a forum there's somebody fighting and you know if you shoot a two-point uh buck you know you're not as good as the guy that got a big one and and but ryan's like yeah but that's if you don't moderate them he right says, you know a lot of these these forums go down the toilet because, you know, people just, they just turn them on and they don't get involved. And so from the get go, and, and it really came from Aaron. Cause he's like, yeah, I'm just going to punch people out. You know, if they're screwing up the website, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll send my goons out and I'm, uh, we'll go to their house. He you seems know. like a
1: good enforcer,
2: you know, he was dude. He was. And, and, and then, and then plus, you know, he just didn't bring a lot of drama to the side. He just kept it about gear and this is what we're posting on. And, right. you know, and um, uh, so early on, rockside got a a reputation of of a good forum that moderates it con its content it doesn't let it turn into you know like a sewer like twitter or facebook can yeah and um i was just brought on to help them with some of their mule deer content is all i was and the way that um david brought me on we were friends i'd helped him um with a book he had done a few years before that i just written a couple chapters for him and he's like hey i liked your writing he says yeah you know you can help us with this website and he says i'm going to pay you with uh um, a partial ownership in the site and I'm like Sweet. oh man awesome that's great so that basically means you get to work for free for a long time but at least there's <laughs> something you know? in the future and so so I came on at just a small percentage and just really started contributing and I loved it I had been trying to get published in magazines for years and you know that was just such a um, it's a process it, it is and it's really competitive but it's also oh man what's the word I'm looking for clicky and yeah. if you're not in the click, yeah, it's just hard to break through. And and you know, I'm sure it's the same. It was the same in the music industry before YouTube. I mean, there's you know, go on YouTube and look at some of these people that are not even well known. And I mean, they they'll blow you away on how they can sing. And, yeah, and and you know, so they're they're, they're basically before the internet the writing industry was controlled by a few big magazines all right yeah. and that's just the way it was that's just right. that's not knocking or running that's just how it was it was just hard to break through so when when i started digital publishing man i just fell in love with it it's like you mean i can just send the article to david and it publishes tomorrow right i don't have to put a stamp on an envelope and never get a reply you know mm-hmm. you, i mean it just it was just really cool to me and now some people can consider digi- digital publishing kind of the you know the base level of any kind of publishing and i think it's because it gets tied to social media in a big way you know and it's a big a big um, big fight half the time but, well, but it we turns didn't do into, it, that it way. turns
1: into that though because not only that but it's all it's all seo driven so yeah. like mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. deal with that yeah. all the time mm-hmm. it's like the way to get people to read your article is like the 5 reasons why you should yep that's yeah, exactly. it, and you have to write so like like you almost s-
0: have to make it as clickbait,
1: like, oh oh, yeah, th- well, that's what it is, huh. and that I mean, in some sense, you can still you just have to change the way you write to to make that work, and it's uh, that's been frustrating to me, but the beauty for Rockslide is that you could just write and not have to worry so much about it because people are already coming to the site.
2: You got it, brother. You got it, man. And mm-hmm. and I hate clickbait. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, I get sucked into that all the time. And I, I'm looking at our homepage right now. Our homepage on Rockside is where we publish our reviews and yep. our articles. And so I'll just just look at a couple titles here. Like today, we published Eastman's Tag Hub review, um, and that's exactly what it's called, Eastman's Tag Hub review. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, Mountain Turkey with Jason Tarwater, Motivation versus Self Discipline, base, pr- base Map Pro review and best of hunting big mule deer. I mean, it's the opposite of clickbait, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're able to just say, hey, man, this is what we're talking about. If it interests you, come here. I mean, I fully recognize if I get on there, you know, hey, top seven ways to you hope? You yeah. know, pull off a 40-inch buck in 2021. Oh, man, I'll get every... T- Every Tom, Dick, and Harry on there, but it's, 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 I just don't think it's the way to do it. It's I mean, you've got to do it you're, a little you're, bit. You're,
1: you're kind of watering it down. And the, the beautiful thing about, I'll say, I, and I'm not even saying this because you're on, I would say this in either way, I do go to Rock Slave like every day. Cause your homepage, when I need a minute wow. from work, cause I'm on the computer all the day, I'm like, I just need to read something else. So mm-hmm. I'll pop over there, see a, a review or, or whatever, and, or like, you know how to pick a a, a down coat, or oh, right. yeah. a yeah, puffy yeah. coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read mm-hmm. that article. I think I feel like fairly recently. Um, and so, yeah, I love that about it. I love love that about what you guys are doing.
2: Good deal, man. Well, that's what that's what got it kicked off was writing those articles. But you know, swinging back to to ryan my business partner um he was like we gotta have a forum where people can get on and talk he says this is the way things are going it's, it's they're not just going to come and read your articles and then stick around you know they want to comment they want to they want to uh, get going on the conversation so we we got the forum rolling too and man I he was right that is really what kept people and you know because you know pe- people people want to talk about hunting and and then because those guys were doing a good job moderating it and you know busting some chalk and man, I think out of our first 500 members, they banned like a hundred of them, you know, so you're banning 20% of your, of your customers, but, but it worked. It sent out the message that, you know, this is for talking about gear and this is what we're going to do. And so, so that's really what, what gave it, gave it wheels and, and got it going. Um, we went through a bunch of staff changes, you know, those Aaron and and, and David, you know, those are big names in the industry. It, you know, it's hard to keep them on on, on, on one project. Cause they get so many opportunities to do so many different things. So David was gone within about six months. We bought him out, you know, um, uh, you know, did it the right way. And then, um, um, oh, Aaron was with us a couple of years till till 2014. And then we bought him out. There was a couple other people that had some small ownership in it, but you know, they left. Um, we, honestly, we went without significant paychecks. Well, no paychecks for the first 10 months. And then dude, we're talking like hundred dollar paychecks for a couple of years. I mean, it was, it was bad, you know, and, 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 but we just kept building that base and build building our relationships with our, our current sponsors and just really making sure we met the obligations that, that we had set out originally. Um, you know, we sell digital advertising, you know, the banners and everything, or the, what's on rock slide. That's how we introduce, you know, people to these companies. And then we come in, you know, and, and, and you know, we, we don't partner with bad companies so that's why almost all of our reviews are good reviews because you know we're not we're not going to waste our time on we had a company like a year ago that was trying to break into the hunting industry and they made golf range finders and i mean i could just tell by their emails like you guys are not hunters don't this really is know what not, you're talking about yeah exactly so you know? how are we and catching so, deer so, now
1: yeah let's go catch some deer <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. And and so anyways, um, so we're real careful about who we partnered with and, and, and fast forward to about the time when Aaron when Aaron left, you know, he had brought on some real key sponsors. Um, you know, Kafaru obviously, um Cryptek, that was an early sponsor, oh, yeah. they're still with us. Um, gosh, I'm gonna botch it and forget some of our long term sponsors. Oh, Black Ovis, Kendall Card from Black yeah. Ovis. Oh, yeah, That's I love Black really Ovis. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He was, you know, he's the only sponsor that ever signed up with us. And I I still remember I wrote the agreement out. Okay. This is what we're going to do. We'll put your banner here. Let's, let's work on a couple of product reviews. And, and I I remember when I sent it over to him, he wrote back, he's like, Oh yeah, this all looks great, man. I can't wait to help you build your site. And I'm like, wait a minute, man, you you know, you're paying us to help you and you're I mean, he it's just the way he was. And dude, sure enough, just got an email from him today. He's giving away prizes in our cold bow challenge. He's still out supporting our site, you know. So, so so it it was all about those early relationships. And then, you know, about 2019, we really started to really started to take off and it became profitable enough that you know, we could, we could put more time and I was putting a ton of time in them, but basically justify our time is probably the best way to put it. And, you know, we've expanded our staff. Uh, I lost count. We have 16 or 18 uh, staff writers that write for us. These are the guys that are in charge of these, you know, reviews and articles. They're, they're, even though they're staff, they're, they're um, independent writers, they're third-party independent writers. So, you know, they can say what they need to say and, you know, they're not bought by the sponsors. That's what makes it a little bit, and I'm not against Instagram influencers at all. I mean, i follow a couple of them but but you know at least our riders there's kind of one step between them and a sponsor
1: that's an interesting thing to figure out because it's hard to get that it's hard to do both of those that's a that's interesting
2: it is dude it is and and you know and and that's number one that's why we partner with with great sponsors you know if you guys sent me just send me a blind email next week and pose as somebody else and just say hey you know i Maybe interested in partnering with you guys coming on rock slide. You're going to see the first thing I send back is going to be like, Hey dude, we got to make sure we're even a good fit or you're going to get a black eye. I'm going to get a black eye. You know, we have, we have to make sure that, that, that we're partnering with good products and good companies. So, and, and not perfect. No company's perfect. You know, Vortex, that's one of our original sponsors too. Not everything they make is fantastic, but they stand behind everything they make. So it's pretty easy to promote them. We know if there's going to be a problem, you know, they're going to own it. They're going to fix it. Um, you know, even even, you know, uh, big, big companies that, that that we've partnered with, you know, there's there's problems with gear. Uh, oh, sure. First Light. I remember the, the, the like the first probably six months, you know, First Light was one of our first sponsors. I don't even remember the pair of pants they put out, but they sucked. <laughs> they were having all kinds of problems with them, dude, you know, one leg shorter than the other, you know, ripping out the crotch when you're trying them on. I, 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 some of this stuff I'm just pulling out of the air, but there were, there was a bunch of problems with it and man, they just, they just made it right. They were just like, got on the forum and said, Hey guys, sorry about this, man. We're going to fix this. And I don't remember what they were doing if they were offering credits or whatever. And so, so, you know, if you're partnering with companies like that, it's, it's easy to really get out and promote them and say, Hey, this is what we wear. This is why we wear it. This is what we shoot. This is why we shoot it. Yeah. We fully know that there's going to be problems. We have problems, you know, we, we try not to hide the works. Um, but, but I think that's what gives, you know, your reviews and your, and, you know, some of your promotion a little more humanness to it because people will read our stuff and they'll go, okay, well, these guys are obviously not just sold out. For you know everything that they're doing, and I just published a review on Kuyu's new training gear from Doug Rosen. He's one of our writers, uh, and you know, about partway through the video, he's like, "Hey, man, I don't like the I don't like the the specs on the shorts. I don't like the way that they rode um, on the crotch. You know, just a few things like that. You know, and when people are able to hear that, they, they know that okay. Well, obviously, you're not just Telling me the latest and the you greatest, know, you're of as We called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that gets down to your relationships and who you partner with. It really does.
1: And that's where uh, yeah, we've we've had to go through this. I mean, we haven't done it nearly as long as you guys, but figuring out, you know, there are different partners, and some partners support you more. Some partners are more, like you said, somebody comes in and wants to build it with you. We've got some like that, and then we've had some that that weren't as much, and it was a challenge to work with them. Challenge to get their attention and. Um mm-hmm. and so it's just interesting as you, as you go but um, once you get that figured out and you know the, the beautiful thing about Rockside is uh you have not only do you have those those a- ba- banners and ads and everything but the forum makes it where people are talking about all sorts of yes. things. So it's like you know I went through a long time trying to figure out um well, I don't remember what it was. It m- might have been puffy coats. I was looking at them or trying to trying to learn more about them, right? So I read your rev- you guys had a review on, you know, comparing a bunch and then I just go to the forum, and there are you know a tons of different threads mm-hmm. about it um, well that that's,
0: that's great to know because
1: you can look at a
0: website right, and you can read someone's description yeah. or the company's description of the product, and you say, "Oh yeah, that might be good," but until you get like a list of people saying, "Oh, it's trash, crowd-sourced. Yeah. Yeah. crowdsourced yeah exactly and, <laughs> and believe it, believe it or not, the younger generations, like millennials and newer, are more inclined. To listen to consumer reviews, yes. Then expert reviews. Than expert reviews. Yeah, it's a, it's like a proven data right. fact already.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. My dad, he's 71. He, I mean, I love the guy, but man, he's a sucker for. I mean, I got to turn off late night TV, or he's buying <laughs> everything. My gosh, look at this guy. He he made a boat out of duct tape. Yeah, man, that's right. I don't buy this. <laughs> it's flexi. It's funny. My my wife is the opposite. Like Laura yeah.
1: will. She will read every Amazon review. Go to forums when she's buying. Like, well, mm-hmm. we do a ton of camping, right? And so, mm-hmm. actually, we well, I use Rockslide a ton for that for sleeping bags. I, that was the, that was what I was just sleeping using bag, it for. Yep, I, I so. was looking for sleep. I ended up getting a, the uh, Kafaru slick sack, which I really like.
2: Yes, uh, it's a good bag. <laughs> uh, it's
1: just it's just very bomb proof and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, but I I was looking at a bunch more expensive, less expensive, and I'm like, I'm gonna you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, rock slide found Mm -hmm. some stuff on it and that's what put me over the edge so even for guys like us like you said it's it's western focus but there is a ton of whitetail stuff on there Um, and like you can take some of the things you're learning and apply it to wherever you live Uh, a lot of it's just general outdoor knowledge
2: You bet. And, you know, we started a whitetail forum. If you, if you look on there, you'll see that on there. And every year we have a whitetail, uh, best whitetail photo contest, not biggest whitetail, but best whitetail photo contest that's sponsored by First Light. And, 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 you know, I did that because, you know, I just At first, it was just all Western, but I'm like, gosh, half of these guys on. Well, dude, one of our biggest states, and I I haven't looked for a little while. I almost guarantee it still is Pennsylvania. Of course, not a surprise. Was one of our, yeah, exactly. And and then, dude, uh, Michigan, where you guys are at, Um, yeah, Texas. Yep. uh, What was the other one? Michigan, Texas, Wisconsin. Dude, I was looking at where our traffic was coming from on on Google. I'm like. My goodness. Uh, uh, you yeah, know, most of our traffic's from the west, but the next biggest cohort yeah. are those four or five states. Well, those are you know, I mean, dude, I live in the West, and and and, and, and I'm an outfitter, so I, I meet a lot of guys from the East. Yeah. And, and there's kind of this uh, uh, this stigma of Western hunters. You know, like oh, Eastern guys, you know, sitting in their trees, yeah, stand, fat you know, with their they're beer, overweight. With they're the overweight, they're <laughs> the mountains. I'm like, are you kidding me? Most of the I, I've had guys come out that are 35 years old that have shot 50 to 100 whitetails because there's so much more opportunity for that in a lot of these other states. States, you know, we're here, man, you get one mule deer tag and th- dude, it's getting to where sometimes even getting one mule deer tag. So dude, very experienced mule deer hunters here. They've killed 25 deer and they're 60 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I kind of looked at that as, Hey man, these guys are hunters too. And that's why you hear me say, you know, it's all a big brotherhood, whether, whether we realize it or not, we have a lot more in common than we, than, than we, than we know. And, and, and so back to that whitetail forum. And so that, that's why I started that on there. And yeah, it's not our biggest forum, but man, and it's cool to get on there and just see, you know, the common thread that we have with those hunters, but also how they do things differently. You know, and, um, I love you know, that. So, anyways.
1: I love that because, well, the, the, I think a big thing that we're seeing, at least for, and it does not surprise me, especially in places like Pennsylvania or Michigan that have bigger swaths of public land. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. we, they're they starting to do, the whitetail community is starting to do more Western type things. So a mm-hmm. good example yes, is are. like clothing, right? <laughs> I mean, forever it was like, I grew up, I had this heavy, heavy clothes. Like, yep. I, you know, you sweat your whole way out there you sit there, you freeze your butt off cause you're sweaty and then you walk in or you, sometimes you throw in a backpack or like the most technical piece of gear I had, or I had seen for up until not that long ago was the, uh, the heater body suit it was literally mm-hmm. a, a, a mm-hmm. sleeping bag that you'd sit, sit in out there. Um, But we're starting, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, merino wool. Well, that's perfect for whitetail hunting. Or, you Mm -hmm. know, if you layer right, if just layering in general is a concept that kind of came, it felt like, from the west, east in many ways, like the ultralight or or whatever. Because these guys Mm -hmm. are starting to think, I want to go deeper into the woods, which means I need better boots for walking around. If you're walking even Mm -hmm. the mountains of Pennsylvania or I'm carrying my tree stand, I need a, a frame pack to put it in Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden it's like all these these principles are translating over
2: real well exactly and i need i need i I, I need a tree stand this lighter that's that's going to perform better i need um the the um you know maybe i still only shoot 100 yards but i still see the value in having a super accurate muzzle loader and yeah i see that too in the you know i see guys um um in the southern states that are quote packing in yeah and, and, and they'll even make a joke if they're like, yeah, packing in around here is more like a mile, mile and a half. Yeah. And we're crossing some big nasty river to get behind some guy's property that hasn't let anybody hunt, hunt exactly. since the 1890s. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's rock slide right there too, guys. That, that really is. I mean, that's still the, it's the, it's the backcountry mentality. It's, it's not just, Hey, I'm just going to go drive the roads and drink coffee and hope a two point runs across the road. That's okay for those guys too. But there's a lot of guys that don't get fired up about that. Yeah. And, and and so, you know, and, and you know, I've looked at you guys' uh website and everything. I see how you guys are hunting, you know, big big into trad and everything. I mean you're doing well, you're, well, you're well, like, well, you're
0: well, it. well on one of us one of us is into trad. No yeah, don't ooh.
1: associate me with that. You don't you don't even want to be associated with Nope.
2: Tra- <laughs> Too late, man, because he's Too got a lot more trad. on the website than you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. suck it, nerd. Well you know what? He went on there and changed a bunch of uh, them, I've so. just put them all to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's it's like guilty me. by association <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I did change our, our our main page. I did see did that. You see with it with the, the, the long arrow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, I do like that picture. I, that's uh, more the the picture of us full of mud because we were digging around to find an arrow that we lost. That's shot pretty by Pretty representative. Of, yeah, exactly. Shot by who? <laughs> Maybe me yeah. with a trad bow. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah that's i right. saw
2: that i was wondering what it was i'm like man is it is that like a bird's nest hanging on that arrow what are they doing <laughs> Yeah, you
1: know, might as well have been yeah it could have been you know i sent that the
0: thing. amount of time we actually spent looking for that arrow because you just quote unquote sent it
1: yeah well on those those long shots my my thing is you know aim high play the wind <laughs> and uh you know you miss most of the time
0: that's it i'm calling a break Calling a break. Breaking the episode. This four. is a timeout. Timeout in the episode, and we are going to thank a couple more sponsors, so deal with it.
1: It's no secret that I love traditional archery, and I love Bivouac Boco. Jim and Georgia, years of experience. Each bow is handcrafted, one of a kind. I've got special camo limbs that nice. they did special for me. They look awesome, and they stand the test of time, but it's looking great, shoots great. Check them out at bivouacboco.com. Wild Pursuit Wellness makes premium CBD products. It's all natural, broad spectrum CBD, meaning that there is less than 0.0% THC. It can be ingested or used topically on the skin to help with muscle soreness or joints. We we use it a lot after a long hike. Use promo code BOGA for 20% off at checkout. Check them out, wildpursuitwellness.com. Anyways, no, but that's that I I appreciate that about you guys, because a lot of the ways that we've grown in our hunting is we've moved away from road hunting, which is what we grew up with and what we kind of knew until college uh, to uh, more of a, you know, walk farther, try to find deer where no one will go. And most of the time, at least by us in Michigan, that's like really swampy areas. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the principles that we learn and we look on at your site um, are really, really valuable for that.
2: Awesome man, awesome too. And you, you—I don't know how close you follow the blog portion of Rock slide. The blog is actually me. And if you look on there, dude, I review a couple of books a year on there. And I've reviewed Whitetail books. I did um, um, the Benoys. I've done yep. their, all their Whitetail books. Um, I've done. Um, I'm working on one right now, and um, I can't remember the author's name, but his name's Matt, and he's he's in that kind of Howl blood
1: Yep. Um, oh yeah, a those guys, guys are cool.
2: right there. And, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be posting on his and everything. And, um, so, um, oh, I think there's been other ones I've done that are, that are whitetail related too, cause yeah. I'm like, Hey, you know, Dear, dear, i think for, for the most part i think it's kind of the habitat that de- de- determines on how you hunt them and so yeah. you know yeah a lot of whitetail hunters aren't thinking oh yeah i gotta here sit here and glass on the knobs for three hours <laughs> right. well because you're just looking into trees you're just looking at trees in 100 yards of course you're not going to glass but you move into western whitetail there's guys out here that's glassing all the time yeah. and so there's all these overlapping techniques yeah we I were think, in west you know,
1: virginia and we we glassed that's all we did we yeah. glassed mm-hmm. uh but it's like but it's woodman at the end of the day like the the thing that you're learning is woodsmanship yep. you know whether Woods- it be it's a different ship. form you know uh whether it be types of clothing which is important to be a good woodsman is to understand how that works or how to where to put a shelter what kind of shelter uh you know different different ways to you know equipment use scent, and equipment weather and, 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 and everything so it's i mean it's easy to translate cuz woodsmanship is wood woodsmanship no matter where you're at
2: it is. And that's half the fun, dude. Yeah. And I learned this from my dad. My dad was a pretty good hunter, but he wasn't into it like I am, yeah. but he was, he, he was more into the whole experience than I am. And what I mean by that was my dad was like, Hey man, we're sleeping in the wall tent. We're building fires, you right. know, we're, mm-hmm. we're chopping firewood where I'm just like, let's go hunting. Come on. Yeah. Now that I've gotten older, I'm like, you know what? He was right. That's a big part of the experience. It's not just the, you know, killing the animal or the big antlers and stuff like that. And honestly, it's helped me kind of not get burned out as I've gotten older. It's a lot. guys got a lot of guys get burned out as they get older and quit hunting. And, and, and and I've been able to kind of like take the whole woodsmanship part of it. And like, this is totally enjoyable. This part of it too. You know,
1: you know what? We're not, I feel like my age, so we're in our Jared just turned 33, Big the double three, triple. Three. Uh mm-hmm. and I we still <laughs> we still go like hardly spend time on the niceties when we hunt. It's like mm-hmm. let's just go hunting. And so I I've mm-hmm. I've always wondered wh- at what age do you like switch to you know slowing down <laughs> and kind of enjoying? It's hard to do. You know
2: what? I I don't, don't want to make it sound like you get soft. It's just that you start to appreciate a little bit more of the experience and you figure out the things that Allow you to actually hunt more focused and better, and so mm. so so so. so I, I think the best way to put it is 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 Dwight Shoe. God rest his soul. He just died a couple of years ago. He was a big Western rider, bow hunter, um, very well known out here. Um, and he always put it as, "Hey, I can go to the woods and survive." And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to survive. I'm going to be huddled down by the little fire, trying to get warm and waking up and doing pushups. And yeah, he says, or I can plan a little better, maybe not hunt quite as much. Cause you know, I'm, I'm taking care of things, but then I'm, I'm thriving. I'm not just surviving. I'm I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm eating better. I'm getting enough rest. I'm you know it, it can go on and on. And he was a backpack hunter and a road hunter. I mean, he did all that stuff, but he, you know, I was probably like 30 when I really started to understand that, that, yeah, of course I can try to be a badass and go out here with a freaking one pound pack and a tarp and yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to make it. But you know, all you're thinking about in the back of your mind is this sucks. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. And, like, and I once just you can keep have going. a little comfort. Yeah. 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 So I think you, you just get smarter as you get older and you know, I, I'm a better hunter at 52 than I was at 32, I can tell you that. And you know, maybe not as physical. I don't have the physical abilities, but I've kind of learned that with hunting I don't have to be the Iron Man guy. I mean, it's it's more of your mind. Yeah. than it is your body body's important don't get me wrong you know can't just sit around and eat a bunch of hamburgers and twinkies and be 80 pounds overweight and enjoy yourself can't right. do that i don't know but I'm, pretty at the happy same- right <laughs> I'm looking at your pictures it looks like you guys are pretty lean to me yeah maybe, maybe, maybe these are old yeah More that's right pictures. you don't want to see what jared <laughs> COVID, long COVID COVID
1: was hard on jared <laughs> he didn't leave winter. the basement and he just with that shipped they just bring him food <laughs> it's incredible. He
2: gained the COVID nineteen, the COVID ninety. It's really <laughs> unsettling. I've never seen <laughs> candles like <laughs> backwards. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's true. It's true. You get you get a little smarter, and I, we've started to see a little bit of that. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like there's a, a long way to go for for at least uh me being more willing to lose to get some sleep and to to hunt more focused and thrive as opposed to. Survive. I tell you
0: what, you do not need an alarm clock when you're out hunting with this guy.
1: No, I hardly. Well, it's funny. We could be out for like a week, and I every morning I'm so excited to hunt the next day that I'm ha- I'm awake half the night. In, even a weekend, and we're it's turkey just hunting, the, yeah. yeah, like not the most. You know, it's just we we turkey hunting in Michigan, but uh, I get we take it jacked serious, up. Though, yeah. yeah,
2: I don't know. It's fun. Hey, no, that's awesome, man. That that's awesome. I had a friend like that too. You know, I'm I'm kind of a napper, you know. I'm I'm like, man, get up at four o'clock in the morning, hunt my butt off until ten or eleven, and man, find me a, a nice shady spot or hey, if we're close to camp. He could never do that. No, it would just drive it like I would I would like open my eyes and you'd be standing there staring at me. <laughs> like, dude, are we gonna go out? I'm like, gosh dude, it's like one thirty in the afternoon, it's you know what degrees, there's nothing moving. I know, but I can't sleep. You know what? You
0: need a guy like that in camp. Because if everyone sat around and napped, you wouldn't go out. You
2: wouldn't go out. <laughs> That's right, why, dude. I might not get huh, back up. Man, yeah. I might just stay in bed and go for the night.
1: Although I will say, on the other side of that, by the, I am exhausted when I'm done hunting. Like I am, mm-hmm. I, I am like dead Be- tired for days because, like, yeah. because of that. So there's, there's definitely a cost, and it takes longer to recover the older I get.
2: Yeah, a yep, of a I've bummer. No, I've noticed that too, dude. I've noticed that too. That's one reason I only hunt deer is I just I just don't have all the energy, and, you know, and money and time. I, I mean, every I'm not the kind of guy that can just do something, you know, part way. Yep. You know, so if I get into elk, back into elk hunting, you know, I'm going to want to go headlong into it. And but what kind of what you said too, I just noticed, you know, I kind of have my physical limits but i also have my mental limits yeah on, on what i can do you know and, and and just what you said you know i remember coming home from a hunt two years ago and i was i wasn't gone all that long eight or nine days wasn't even all that physical of a hunt but i was chasing just one certain buck and i just i mean never sleeping in just going 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 Yeah, and I remember I got home and my wife is like, "Are you okay? You have just sat in that chair for like a day and a half." And (laughs) you know, I, I, I'm the kind of guy. I mean, I just I'm just going all the time. And and I remember thinking that took that out of me. Yeah, this is okay to rest. You know, it's just kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. No, that's 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 interesting. You earned it. You earned it. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Even though even though I didn't get the freaking deer, uh, well, that's <laughs> part of it. I feel like that's how it goes. <laughs> Still earned it. <laughs> um, are you? You're you're so
1: you're mostly mule deer hunting.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I do, man. In fact, that's all I do. I haven't had an elk tag in a decade or more. Um, and you know, part of it is, dude. I'm, it's like right now I'm at work. You know, I'm working hard. I'm working. Basically, I got rock slide. That's you know half time to. Mm-hmm. 20 30 hour week job i've got my full-time job which is you know it's not quite 40 but it's in the 30s mm-hmm. and you know we, we we farm 50 acres my son's helping with a lot of that but you know i did that for years what do you grow and, on the farm
0: sorry side note
2: um we are we're growing horse hay okay is what we're growing yeah Very cool. and um we've been able to shrink that a little bit the last couple of years and not have to do quite so much my son's uh, 15 now so it's I could let a lot of it just go, but it's right. been a good job for him. And like tonight when we get done, I got to go pick him up. We got to go change some dams in the irrigation ditch. I mean, I'm just saying there's always something going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then plus, and plus I'm an outfitter now, you know, I'm not a big outfitter, you know, we service about eight to eight, 15 people a year, you know, but that's you know, pretty, pretty busy on top of everything else I'm doing. And, you know, be honest with you, you know, I'd like to let some of it go, but I just, I need rock slide to keep going, to be able to do that. And, um, um, so so I'm I'm just I'm just always burning the candle at both ends. What's and the uh, What's
1: the name of your outfitter? You, uh, we your scout outfit. for you. We scout for you. What What do you guys yep. guide?
2: Um, deer and elk. Okay. And the, the reason it's called We Scout for You is we've done it different than a lot of outfitters. We lease private land. And it's all fair chase, not yep. high fences, just yep. wild animals that happen to live on private land. So over the years, I've kind of gathered up some ranches that people were not letting other people hunt, or they were and they were having a lot of problems. Um, I have I have two ranches, basically. Each one fits that profile. One of them, the guy just got so sick of hunters, he locked everybody out for six years. He's almost kind of an anti-hunter. Um, and... Um, but then he just got overrun with elk. So we were able to get his ranch because he does, he, he did like the hunting as far as keeping the elk. Cause you know, they're raising cattle. They don't want to compete with those elk. And, and then the other place is he was just getting overrun with hunters, you know, and he just, you know, he give one guy permission. Then pretty soon there's three guys. So he wanted to go a different direction. So these two ranches are Uh, neighboring ranches so i was able to connect them and you know i've been running running that mountain for 20 years now almost and um but i don't one-on-one guide We we scout our ranches heavily and then we share that information with our hunters we specialize in groups i hardly take any single hunters at all haven't in probably what about a handsome duo from michigan handsome (laughs) Um, um, I'm looking at the schedule here dude I think we have let's see we have a fawn season that's for, perfect for yep. fawns it's it's in november and it's for an afternoon and it's eight thousand <laughs> that's jared hunt yeah, right there hey. he's shooting fawns My either kind, way <laughs> but if you're hunting traditional it's free there you know we go because you're not going to
1: kill anything anyways right yeah there you go <laughs> uh,
2: actually the only the only thing we do for for duo hunters is our deer season because that um uh, we, we just don't have the greatest deer hunting even though it's on private land we, we've actually got good deer but we don't have a very very good season to hunt them when fi- the fishing game gives us. And so, but anyways, what I was getting at is we, we, we share that information with our hunters. So we provide the scouting and then, um, turn the hunters out on the ranch. Um, that's why we like to have just the same group that's together. Um, and, uh, and it's worked very well. It's basically been my model. It was my model for about the first five years we did business. And then for about 10 years, I got into the, the full guiding and and I just didn't like it. I didn't like the caliber of hunter that it was bringing us. And, and and I don't mean that it was, these guys were like bad dudes or anything, but you know, they were, they were coming to an outfitter because they weren't even really sure maybe what an elk looked like. And I'm not kidding you. Like, you know, Brandt just really needed the help. And and maybe they were lifelong hunters, but they had never hunted in the West. And it kind of burned me out a little bit. I'm just was used to better hunters than that. Yeah. And that would be tiring. That would be hard. It was. And you know, some outfitters just thrive on it, but I didn't. I'm like, this is not fun, you know? And 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 so I, I did that for about 10 years. The money was better. But and and, and then plus trying to manage guides is you know, it's, it's hard to find good guides because the really good ones won't guide. They're good hunters for a reason. They're not going to give up their, their vacation to go guide somebody. And so that, that means you're kind of hiring guys in the middle of the pack that are, that are, that are, you know, pretty good hunters, maybe not expert in class, but you know, good enough. And they can, you know, they, they, they have a passion for it. They can come and do it. Um, but that's a limited pool of guys as well and i found that i still had to show them like how to do it and you know i had i had to help them a lot or you can move down to kind of the base level you know the drunk guy that you know he just goes from outfitter to outfitter <laughs> he keeps getting fired but he's got all the time off in the world because he has no job that's you know? right he's available And so i was just like gosh i just i just like the old days of of scouting for people so i went back to it and it's i've been very I, like my elk hunters that are coming this year this is the fifth year they have been with us the wow. same the same core group you know they've kind of broke off different pieces, but you know, basically the same core group is still coming and man, that's just hunters. a pleasure. Uh, good hunters. They get their elk every year. I mean, I think in their five years they've been coming, I've had to um, maybe help them get two elk, two of the elk out. And I had to track one of them, but you know, they get their own elk. They pack their own elk out. They just want a good place to hunt. And by the way, these guys are from, uh, from, from Tennessee. So that's why when people are telling me, Oh man, all the good hunters are in the West. I'm like, you can keep telling yourself that, but you are not right. You know, may, may, maybe we're more used to the physical end of hunting because of where we live, you know, the real estate's vertical, but no, these guys are, these guys are killers. They run 80 to hundred percent success rate on elk every single year. Archery or, or with rifles? Both. Both. Uh, I've got an archery group and I've got a rifle group. Uh, archery's probably, closer to that 50 to 70 percent yeah it's a 100 percent shot opportunity but but yeah my archers have done really well really well your I've trad archers group...
1: have done really well did you say
2: no i have not had any trad archers can you believe it i've never had a trad archer sign up for <laughs> Interesting. us um i just think the trad archers are i don't know if they don't have any money or I don't probably know they're just on. they're beatniks you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i'm just kidding no i just i just don't get them i don't yeah. know maybe they're just too independent of a breed to even ask for help that, the tre- that the tread right community
1: there. is is a, a different breed i'm half remember we're I'm talking about half. people being special yeah that's right it, it's so. it's a very different there's like some of the best people i know are tread but yeah. some of them are some weird folk uh and the, you know yeah. you <laughs> throw a metal riser out on instagram or on social media or whatever and you get a comments about it not being tread or using the yep. clicker is yep. not a trick. So yeah, there's, there's a lot
2: exactly, of that. Exactly, dude. Yeah. It's a very, very, um, uh, fractured, it's, it's a hard line to follow. Like <laughs> if I talk about compound bows, it's like, okay, I can pretty much draw a circle around 98% of the people and yep. they're going to agree, man, you start talking trad. It, it's like trying to draw. I mean, your line looks like spaghetti oh, you're going from this guy. Well, this guy does it this way. And, Anyways, um, but yeah, we know we've never had a trad archer. Hmm. Can you believe I've never really thought about that, but yeah, in 20 years of doing it, never had a trad. Hmm. Well, you know,
1: they're out there. Hopefully one that's listening, will will head over, uh, and check you guys out.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it would be a good place to hunt trad. It really would. You know, we've got a lot of cover on the ranch and so our bulls are pretty responsive to calling, especially the younger ones. The bigger ones are still hard to get cause they're running around with 30 cows and, um, but, but, but yeah, dude, we call in elk every single year. I had two hunters come out last year. These guys were from Cali and, um, uh, a father and a son, son, maybe 16, 17, fairly accomplished hunter for his age. You know, he, I think he killed an elk before and the dad was a you know pretty good bow hunter they, they they killed two bulls in like three days with their bows and um, yeah. um said they were pretty responsive to calling they, they, they weren't big bulls but you know it just it just showed me that yes yeah, private land's a pretty special treat because you go over on public land and if you're not just an excellent caller and an excellent elk hunter it's it's pretty dang hard to call them you're in are you in colorado i'm in idaho
1: idaho that's right
2: that's yeah, right eastern idaho southeast idaho
1: Yep. yeah I was uh, I've done two elk hunts in Colorado, uh, second rifle and they they did not they were not <laughs> successful in, in terms of success if you define it by harvesting an elk. They were yeah, not successful. Sure. <laughs> but you had a good time Co-
2: Did you see a lot of people? Yes, I saw a lot of people. Yeah. Colorado is an amazing number of hunters. It always surprises me when I go down there because I hunt deer down there every couple of years and it's like, wow this is a lot of hunters. Yeah. They have a lot of animals too, you know, but it, it, it's so anyways, no shame of not getting one down there. Um, you know, if you've only gone twice, you know, he's most of the guys I know that get one are either really, really good elk hunters and they've killed in multiple States. So they know what to do, or they just been to Colorado a lot, you know, and kind of get it dialed in.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I saw, I, I saw a lot of moose a lot of moose. Mm-hmm. And really? Some bear- oh, really? I probably saw between the two trips, six or seven different bulls.
2: Yeah. Did you know moose are not native to Colorado? That Those are all transplanted moose. Did they bring them in or did they? Yeah, they brought them in. And I really don't know the whole history of it. But, um, um, you know, I live in moose moose heaven here. I mean, you know, Wyoming Shiras moose. You know, like they got named after this moose herd that's right here, you know, on the Idaho Wyoming border. And you know, we're just we have a lot of moose. And and you know, you just move a few hundred miles away into Colorado and they have none. It was weird. And I remember being down there in the early 90s, and that's I guess that's probably when they were transplanting them. And you know, great habitat. And you know, consequently, Colorado's just grown some gigantic bulls. Oh yeah. You know, since they've introduced them, you know, it's probably if you can draw one of those tags, probably one of the best places to get a a, a bookhead and but yeah it's just kind of kind of amazing that they're not um they're not native to it and, um but they do so well down there yeah they it seemed like
1: well cause the first like a little while that i was there i had start i just naturally started doing things like i was hunting for deer like tail deer mm-hmm. which by us is mm-hmm. like swampy areas edgy, and i mm-hmm. i think that's why i ran, ran into so many moose. yeah yeah so. you,
2: you bet yeah it's very very similar habitat you're exactly right
1: yeah so you do you do you any do any bear hunting out there, or is that you you, you know bear hunting is and...
2: huge around me, and yeah. I grew up doing that with my dad. It was my first big game, big game animal I, I ever I ever killed with a muzzleloader, and um, but dude, again, I just you know I guess I just had to get focused. You know, I wrote a whole chapter in my book about focus that that I just when I got married, you know, I got a great wife, and but she's not totally into hunting. She's not into hunting at all but she supports it. She supports me. And, you know, she's kind of an outdoorsy gal, you know, I told her this weekend we're going hiking, she'd be all over it. But, you know, I just, when I got married, you know, I was 33, and I thought, you know what, I, I've i got to get focused here, and that was one thing that I let go was the pair hunting, and because that's a whole lifestyle out here too, you know, oh, baiting yeah. is le- baiting is legal in Idaho, so you know we would start, you know, gathering our bait, you know, early in the spring. All we knew all the bakers by by first name, you know. I've been in the <laughs> bottom of more dumpsters than a homeless person, <laughs> um, you know. We did all that stuff, and you know, we'd be getting our baits out, and you know late March, early April, you know, five feet of snow, trying to snow machine in and dragging bait in i i I cut i cut a i I cut a steer a rotten steer in half with a pocket knife one time because i couldn't (laughs) pull it with my three-wheeler and um uh, um and and i remember i was with my buddy and we were trying to pull it and the the three-wheeler just kept flipping over backwards and i'm like let's cut this thing in half he's like are you kidding me that thing's bloated like hey what's the worst that could happen well so uh, yeah if you poke a pocket knife it's gonna go
1: oh we've done that before Oh, it's like a, it's like a fart balloon
2: Exactly. for five minutes. But anyways, I cut that whole thing in half and we were able to move it. But my whole point is, is it's just a ton of work. Yeah, It was a ton of work that the way, the way that we did it. And, and so I did, I just, I just got away from it. It was very enjoyable. Plus the other thing too, my dad, bless his heart. He's always like, Hey, you know, short of coyotes and ground squirrels, if you're going to kill something, you're going to eat it. Yeah. So my first bear, I got my muzzle loader. He's like, "You're gonna eat that little bastard," and I did. <laughs> I remember, I I did. I got I got moo I got uh, bear steaks out, you know, once a week. And uh, sorry, everybody out there that likes bear, I just didn't like it. It was really like it. dark meat. It was almost black. And I don't know, dude. Maybe it was just from watching them. On the bait, licking those maggots off those mm-hmm. sheep we were dragging in there. <laughs> I don't know, but something was. I, I did it. I, I ate the bear. It took a year. I think I, I was like sixteen. And, and 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 fun fact, dude, I've never gotten any taller since then. So you know maybe what? still, bo- still got a pack of
0: ground sitting in the deep part of your freezer.
2: Getting <laughs> <laughs> not grow. But bear anyway, bear so stunts I, grow. I got away from I got away from it because I wasn't eating them. I, re- I really I, that was part yep. of it. I'm like I'm not gonna eat one. You know, I've already got a bear rug, so 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 I just kind of got away from. It. Yeah, I could see
1: that. You're are you you're not the hugest fan of bear meat, are you, Jared? No, I mean we shot we shot some black bears this
0: past December when we were down in West Virginia, and you know, I same thing you're talking about, Robbie. It's like I will go bear hunting, I'll try it out, but like if I'm gonna go hunt an animal, like I'm the same way. That's how I was raised. My parents always taught me if you shoot something and kill it, yeah, you're gonna eat it. So like back in the day when you're shooting BB guns at these little sparrows. Sure enough, cut them up. Maybe cut up a sparrow and eat like a a, a pea-sized breast meat that you know you, you <laughs> practically burn before you can actually cook right. it through. You might as well just eat it raw at that but point. But like, <laughs> I, I, we brought the bears back. You know, I processed it up and I, you know, I, ma- I made some bear meatballs that were actually pretty good. The bear I, meatballs. I took dude. them to um like a Christmas party and actually people were very surprised at how like how good black
1: bear was. But if I were to just, I don't know. It's just not my uh cup of tea. It's funny. It's just, you know, the uh, opposite. I brought bear home and I actually ended up having I still have some of your bear meat. I know. Uh, I don't want it to. And go that's to not waste. a euphemism. I actually have your bear meat. And uh my my <laughs> family loves it. Like we have we save it. The uh, we like it especially ground as um as those uh those meatballs. Mm-hmm. Like you smoke it on the smoker, you mm-hmm. throw some peppers and onions in there. Um and that's like that's my daughter's favorite. That so it's like my wife told me this year coming back, like you are you have a commission now. Every year you need to do a bear hunt, and so mm-hmm. that I'm like, all right, you know that's that's all I need. But it's it's funny. It's I've heard that a lot about bears, where it's like like my parents, I let them try it. My dad, I don't think was a huge fan. My dad's not a big fan, but I mean, it's got to be your bear thing. is
0: like the most versatile animal. That yeah,
1: you can hunt. There's
0: every piece of the animal you can keep. You can keep the pelt. Mm-hmm. You can keep the head. Mm-hmm. You keep the fat, yeah. you render that down into lard. I've got a lot of lard in oil. my
1: my freezer right now.
0: And you you can keep the meat, like literally almost every piece of the animal you can utilize. So yeah, that, that is the one cool thing about bear hunting that yeah. I that I appreciate.
2: Yeah, and there's there's a guy out here. You guys you guys might follow him or know him. Ryan Lampers, Ryan yes. and Hillary yep. mm-hmm. Lampers. Okay, dude, he's big time into bear, and like you know they're into the whole gardening, cooking scene. And, you know, I've looked at some of his recipes and I'm like, you know what, if I had the time to probably really do that, like, and I'm, you know, I'm talking the sausages and things like that. I'm yeah. like, I, pr- I probably, w- I probably really would like it because, you know, I, I, I love, I love wild meat. Um, but you know, it's definitely a little more of an, of an art form to it versus, you know, the go cut a, uh, sirloin off of the mule deer buck and, you know, throw it in the, in the, in the hot <laughs> pan and, you know, it's You're pretty hard to, to screw it up. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's, that's funny how that, that is. You know, I follow them. They, uh, they seem like they, a lot of in-depth cooking, very healthy. Uh, stuff. Yes. So, so no, it's, yeah, we, we've, uh, we've, um, we had fun, but that's, that's, it's funny just to see di- different takes on meat. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, well, so you've got, um, you've got some, you know, rock slide going, uh, you've, you know, you're doing more podcasts, more reviews. We've been following you for for quite a while. You guys, um, do you guys have any th- big things coming up or, or big things planned for Rockslide? Where do you see Rockslide headed?
2: Um, you know, video is becoming more and more important. So we're putting more money and time and effort into that. I just released a video uh, uh, May 3rd called uh, Best of Hunting Big Mule Deer. And, you know, I've done videos since the beginning of Rock Slide. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm trained in the written word. I mean, I got my degree in English and, and I think that's still really important. And writing is important. And, I, you know, I still write articles and everything. But I, I, I've noticed that the videos I do now, there's more engagement than say five years ago. It's kind of more of what people are looking for, and um, you know I can write an article and still get people to read them for sure. But if all if I if all I do is articles, I'm missing a lot of people. So so we've been we've been leaning more on on video and. And um, you know we've got a, a couple professional videographers that work for Rock Slide. Jordan Bud is one of them. That's actually who runs our podcast. Our podcast, yeah, is the yeah i followed her. Yeah, I followed. Yeah, her yeah, right okay. There. That's that's Jordan. That's Jordan. And um, uh, um but you know if I've, if I've got a hunt and and coming up, she'll she'll film it for me if if it makes sense and everything. And then we just brought on another uh, guy, uh, Zach Harold. He's B- Battle Mountain Media. Um, he's out of Wyoming and very good at video video reviews. Um, and so, um, we, we, are kind of getting more of that angle going as well. I think our written reviews are always going to be there. I, you know, that's, you know, you got to have that. I like the only, you only focus on one. If you only do video, you're missing a lot. Yeah. And if you only do writing, you're missing a lot. So to answer your question, we're, we're trying to make sure we're, we're balancing that out now and make sure, you know, our writers are like, Hey, you could submit a video review if you want, you know, if it makes sense. And let me say one last thing while we're on this too. It's not all. It's not all about my staff. It's not all about us. A lot of people don't realize. Probably twenty percent of those articles, twenty five percent of those articles that are listed on Rockslide are not staff members. Those are rock slide members that's those sweet. are actual awesome. people that are just members of the site we have a whole writing process that's on our general discussion forum um our, just look for our writer's guidelines anybody out there can send me a query and you know, like i said i've pu- published articles from whitetail hunters you know all, all kinds of stuff and so so it's a good way to get published and we pay for a lot of these articles too you know yeah. and um you know you're not going to get rich writing them but you know you're not just doing them for free either and uh, so so you know once your want your listeners to know that's out there too that you know it's 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 uh um, a good way to get published if you're if you're trying to whether you have ever been or not doesn't matter it just matters that you're a good writer and you got a good subject yeah. awesome
0: well how can uh, how can people get in touch with you if they decide they want to uh dabble into that a little bit
2: Probably uh, just just go to the Rock Slide forum. And by the way, everybody, Rock Slide, I, this wasn't my idea. It was David's. And, and it, it makes for a cool look, but it's really hard to get people to find your website because it's not R-O-C-K. It's R-O-K. <laughs> yeah. Rock R-O-K. Slide.com. If you go there, that's going to land you on our homepage where all the articles are. But if you look at the top, you'll see where the forums are. Just click on the forum, go to the biggest forum on there. It's the general discussion forum pinned right at the top. Beautiful. Are our writers' guidelines, and it's even got my email address in there too. But I like everybody to read those writers' guidelines before they hit me up because I read a lot of queries. I, I can't have people send me entire articles. There's no way I get them all read. I have to read the <laughs> query on the article, yep. and then Justin Crossley, who's our assistant editor, he helps me, you know, get them loaded onto the site and everything. But that's the best way. Rockslide.com. Go to the forum. Our, okay. look for our writers' guidelines, and hit me up. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, we re- really appreciate you coming on, and
2: uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. You bet, man. Fun podcast. Thank you.